On today's show, the shocking revelation that I am not the lovely and talented Sarah Gonzalez, first and foremost. But we have a lot of stuff to talk about in her absence, um, including, I think, a soundbite from one of the 2020 Democrat presidential candidates that probably sums up the entire modern-day liberal agenda. Um, also, dark days ahead for the Women's March. How are they even still a thing at this point? We'll talk about their legitimacy and a whole lot more coming up right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Jason Butchell, filling in for Sarah. She'll be back on Monday. Uh, I see what the producers did here. Uh, when I'm in this seat, they pack the show with probably the best talent we have on the entire network. <laughs> see what they did. And this is actually a momentous day for me in my career because the first person I get to announce on the show is a man that's repeatedly, about for 10 years now, mispronounced my name. So I'd mm -hmm. like to first introduce Mr. Glenn Beek. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Jason Butt. <laughs> um, also, one of my uh, favorite people in the entire world, host the Chad Prather Show, Mr. Chad Prather. Good to be here. Thanks you're still that. handsome. I think you're you handsome. Back at man. you, brother. There you go. <laughs> and also, host of Relatable, the lovely Allie Stuckey. That's me. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Uh, before we uh, get into the conversation, uh, I want to talk about our sponsor, Relief Factor. You know, um, I spent a lot of time uh, in the Marine Corps carrying a lot of weight. It destroyed my knees. Um, I, it destroyed my back. I couldn't do my usual runs that I did. I, three, three miles every single day. Couldn't do it. Uh, then I tried Relief Factor, and it changed my life. I've been able to do what I used to do and what I love to do. I know, Glenn, it's helped you out a lot, too. But yeah, and I carried you on my back for a long time. That's right. That's why it's sore. You know yeah. what I mean? That's why my back is so sore. But now I can run, too, even though I don't. Um, yeah, Relief Factor will help you with the pain that, uh, that you have, um, no matter what it is. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month, and it's changed my life. It's Relief Factor. You can get it now, relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. So kicking off uh, the show today, I, I saw this uh, I saw this soundbite and I was like, wow, this pretty much sums up every single thing that the left wants to talk about today. And it came out, these things usually come out by accident, but um, it came out when a young girl at a town hall asked Marianne Williamson a question about why she doesn't want to support nuclear energy. Check it out. What was the last thing you said? What do I say what, to what those you, who what? What are, your, what are your issues with nuclear energy? Well, I know Germany had said at one point, we're just going no nuclear. But then when they said no nuclear, there was a problem because they had a hard time keeping up with the other standards that they agreed to. Mm -hmm. What oh, is gosh. wrong with that? No answer. No answer. If something oh, no. goes wrong with yeah. nuclear energy. If something. I don't think people have really stopped to take in the horror. <laughs> See, we need an integrated politics. We need to go beyond hard data. We need to go beyond just thinking about the facts. Mm. I want you to think about this with your heart. Mm. Something goes wrong there. What are we even talking about? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so, so what? Maybe we'd all be a little warm or a little cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Americans, we have to decide. That's Sidewalk. the problem I have with nuclear. That is the most ridiculous answer I've ever heard. Don't use the facts. Yeah. Just go by your heart. But isn't that pretty much every single, like it's all of their arguments yes. are pretty much that. Everything we're talking about, everything in today's world, almost 90% of what you see in the news is that. Don't think about it. America, you've got to stop using this and you have to start using this. No, no. Use this first and then couple it with this to find your answer. 
France. We're all supposed to be in love with France, and they're the, the ideal society. They get 70% of their power from nuclear energy. 70%. They don't have a problem. I mean, if something happens, what are we even talking about? I don't know, because I don't know what that something is. France is driving the entire green movement, pretty much. Yeah. France, <laughs> if you cannot be serious about a green movement, if you are also not for nuclear energy, it's, it's, it's absolute nonsense. Nuclear energy is the safest, cleanest energy the world has ever seen. And they're against it. For what reason? That. Yeah, she doesn't know. It's kind of like the morally right, factually incorrect standard that AOC set that I think Biden even talked about, too. But I think that this is exactly what I would say if I didn't know the answer to something like this. Just think about it with your heart. Transcend facts. We can go beyond what we see and just go into what we feel. I think it's pretty good for someone who clearly doesn't know what she's talking about. At least she just didn't. She didn't just stop talking. She said something. It's very on brand. It's on brand for Marianne. Yeah, it is. That's I mean, true. it's impossible just to go. I don't know. Like, Marianne Williamson, it's amazing to me not only that she has this platform, but that people are actually following her and believe in her as a leader. Like her. Yeah. And like her. Like, they're like, hmm, wow, that's really? great. She's like a they goose. Do. She wakes up in a new world every day. Like, she's just, you, who knows what she's thinking at any given time. You know, proverbial uh, wisdom says that you should think and act your way into feeling, not the other way around. Don't feel your way into things. And that's exactly what's happening here. It's all about how do I feel about this? And that's the problem I mean, with they the postmodern idea. They have yeah. a problem on the left with religious people because, oh, they just listen to the Bible. They just listen to this imaginary sky god. No, any religion will tell you, at least any Christian religion that I know of, will tell you, you search out the facts first. Right. Yeah. Then you prey on it. What they're saying is, don't even worry about the facts. Just think about feelings. Yeah. That is crazy talk. The thing about crazy talk. The thing about Marianne is with a few other candidates, like every once in a while they'll say something that sounds sane compared to the everybody else that's in that's in the running. Like she'll say, like she'll defend you know religious people. Um, she'll admit that. You know, the, the left the, is vicious. The, the left is vicious. It's the same kind of like with Tulsi Gabbard mm -hmm. that, you know, she'll say things every once in a while that like, like say, saying that she, we, we should say radical Islamic terror. She'll say stuff like that. Or she'll say identity politics. Or you she'll know, say, you know, I mean, this has happened before in history. Hey, we should bring, we, we should build a really cool highway and we could build it all the way across Europe and it would be great. Yeah. You know, you got to listen to everything they're saying. Yeah. Uh, because the guy who's like, uh, you know, we should build the Autobahn had some other crazy ideas that probably shouldn't have been listened to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, you made a good point on radio this morning that as a lot of people are like seeing certain things as the big stories, you were pointing out what was going on in the economy, which is absolutely this is, insane. This is the most important. What the, the numbers that have been released this week and what is happening with the Fed, I am repeating. I'm having Groundhog Day with 2007. I'm saying exactly the same things for exactly the same reasons in 2007. I'm saying them today again. No one is talking about repo, the, re the Fed repo. It's, it, if you read about it, it'll be convoluted and very complex. It's really simple, really simple. At, when the banks close every night, they have to 
you know, tally up their books. And they have to have a certain amount of cash in reserve, okay, by law. If they don't have that cash in reserve, what they do is they call Citibank or they call J.P. Morgan or what they call one of the other banks and say, hey, I've got this asset. Uh, I'm just going to send it over to you for 12 hours. Will you just buy this at 1% interest for the night? They do it all the time. Banks make each other loans every single night. It's how the banks work. Last week, the interest rate bank to bank went up to 10%. It's supposed to be 1.75. Why would you increase an interest rate? You increase interest rates when you don't think the other person is a reliable payback. Mm. Or if you don't have the money yourself, you might jack up the interest rate because you can make 10% overnight. Okay. So it was all starting to come undone. The banks don't have enough cash. So Monday, the Fed said, we're going to do this one time, and we're going to do $55 billion injection. We're going to print $55 billion and make it available for the banks if they need it tonight. Well, they did it on Monday, and it was $65 billion that they needed. So the next day, they printed they did it day number two. We'll do it one more time. $65 billion. The banks lined up for $70 billion. They've now done this th- four days in a row. No one is talking about it. They were up to 300 I think it's $340 billion that they have injected into the banks this week just so the banks can keep their doors open. Okay? This is TARP. They've done half of the $787 billion bailout of the banks. They've done it in the last four days. They're doing it again tonight. There is no cutoff. They said, now the Fed said, well, we have a limit. It's $2.2 trillion. This is another bank bailout that is happening. Our banks are in real trouble. And the key is... Because the American government is spending way too much money. What's insane is, yeah, we continue to spend this money. We're at wartime levels. We're spending more than in major world wars. And this is where it's peacetime right now. And they just approved another continuing resolution for the budget. This is under a Republican administration. And I'd like to address uh, the, the floor over to you, Allie, uh, as a younger, younger than us, a millennial uh, you know, perce- perception on just conservatives nowadays. Is fiscal responsibility just not in the equation anymore? It's not something that's talked about because it's certainly not something, not, not that millennials only like things that are clickable, but because we consume so much on the internet, especially social media, we really do prefer things to be short and quick and soundbite. And it's very difficult, I think, to grab someone's attention when you're talking about fiscal responsibility and the debt. It just seems so far off. Okay, so yeah. let, me, let me ask you this. If I said to you, the bank said on Monday, one of the reasons why they couldn't afford it is because they had to pay their taxes. Okay? If I said to you, hey, I had to sell my car to pay my taxes, would you consider me in good condition financially? No. Right. Yes. And that's I think what that's a the good bank way, just I think did. that's a good way to explain it because I think that it seems so big and it seems like something that's not imminent, even though how you explained it, it very much is. It just doesn't seem like a real threat. If you talk to a millennial about climate change, for whatever reason, that seems much closer to home. But if you talk to them about debt, it seems like it's something so far off that's never going to affect them. Let me give you this. There is another stat that has only happened... The last two times happened at the dot-com bubble and then the 2008 bubble. And it is the wealth to GDP, meaning how much, how much 
companies in the, the country is making to compared to the households. We are now uh, in 2001, right before the dot com or 2000, right before the dot com bubble broke. Uh, we were at 304%. So it means 304% more for the companies. Out of whack. Totally out of whack. The companies are not sharing the wealth here. And we had a collapse. It, right before the uh, collapse of uh, 2008, it was between 4 and 500% out of whack. Today, it is 1,100% out of whack. That is a massive sign of a reset, a big reset coming. And why is no one talking about it? Why is no one standing up and saying to the average person, they are telling you more free stuff. There is no more money left. There's no more money left. You, you have to talk about reality. Please. I said this in 2007. Please. High interest credit cards. Get rid of them. Don't put more money on your credit card than you can handle. Uh, get an Amex if you have a credit card because you have to pay it off at the end of the day. Pay off your car if you can or reduce the size of your car and get one you can absolutely afford if trouble comes because trouble is coming. Speaking of being detached from reality, I really want to get into the Women's March. We're going to have to wait till, uh, till after this break, but that's coming up next right now. Before we get back into the conversation, I want to talk about something that I cannot believe, Glenn, I haven't been added to this yet. Actually, because I'm hosting this show today, I'm probably automatically added on, but I'll get... Oh, later. man, you, you you, and Sarah, <laughs> you didn't get the invitation. Uh, listen, uh, this is probably the last day you're going to be able to get a cruise. They may already be sold out today. I don't know. Um, I had a friend finally write to me last night and say, I got my cabin and they told me i was one of the very last um so please get your this never been done before that entire cruise ship three thousand people all of them are fans of the show uh all of them are coming we're going to italy we're going to athens we're going to the holy land all of us just to learn what did we take from those places and what is the essence of america because we got to reset that uh, it's going to be fun, great food, great cruise ship. Uh, just go to comesailaway.com. If they have, you know, cabins left, get yours. Otherwise, oof. <laughs> I'm down in the galley with the <laughs> shovel throwing the coal yeah, in the fire. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably the first to die in the Titanic. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. expect to make it out. <laughs> I'm here for the moment. Um, pricing, tour options, ports of call, and especially how to reserve your spot are available at comesailaway.com, comesailaway.com. Um, the Women's March. I do not know how this is still a legitimate thing. I don't know, I don't know where people think that they are actually are legitimate, where they're getting their... Uh, the press. Their bona fide... Yeah, I guess the press I, I is the only one that thinks this is real. So this week, just this week, they got rid of Linda Sarsour, they got rid of Tamika Mallory, 
And everyone was like, okay, that's good that you did that. It took you three years, but whatever. But also your leader, their leader, Zara Ballou, she's also, she's, a, the head of, uh, she's the head of care in San Francisco. She's yeah. also said just as anti-Semitic things, Hamas support, everything. I mean, it literally should be the anti-Semitism march at this point. Because really, what, what else, uh, what, what do they really stand for? Ali, help me out here. Where, how are they still legitimate? And, and do they support with all women as they claim to? So I get Women's March emails every day. I signed up for their email list a while ago just so I could stay in the know on what's happening. Now, you would not Are know. Are you marching with them? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every yeah, day. Yeah. Like um, <laughs> yes, I host that. I have the, the Dallas chapter of the Women's <laughs> March right here. Uh, but I actually do think that that's where they get their legitimacy. What I've heard from my fellow Women's Marchers on this email is that the local chapters uh, are very different, they say, than the National Women's March. And I think that's why people are kind of hanging on to this brand because they feel camaraderie, at least on a local level. But nationally, it just doesn't seem to be working. So maybe on a national level, they are getting their bona fides from the media. But we were talking about before this that if you had no idea what was going on with the Women's March and someone just asked you, hey, can you tell me what's going on with the Women's March this week? And you didn't know, if you guessed anti-Semitism, you would be right 99% of the time. And <laughs> And that's that's true again this week. Not only does she seem to uh, seem to be anti-Semitic, but she also compared the U.S. military to Nazis and to ISIS and to Al Qaeda. She said they're comparably evil is her quote. So let me let me ask you a question. If the National Tea Party uh, had Nazi sympathizers in it. Mm -hmm. Do you think anyone on the local grassroots level would you question the people's thinking on the grassroots level if they said, oh, yeah, well, I know they're all neo-Nazis, but but we're not here. You would at the very least rebrand, right? Of course like you, you wouldn't would. go by the same name. Of course you, you know you would. what you uh, you know who else hated the Jews? Uh, read your Bible, Jezebel. And, and that this is what you have. This is the spirit and essence of Jezebel. This the whole thing going on. I'm telling you, it's the de women. <laughs> the downfall of civilization, bobbed hair, bossy wives, women preachers. Right. It's falling apart, right. Paul Listen, was right. Make was them right. shut up in man, church. They take your earrings off. You're adorning yourself with anti-Semitism. And I was at a woman's march, women's march in Colorado Springs uh, earlier this year. And let me just say, Jason, that's a hard place to pick up chicks. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine, I can imagine that. that. They're so bitter. They're so bitter. <laughs> I mean, and I was just there for one thing. Just, <laughs> just to pick just up chicks. Pick up chicks. <laughs> um, I, I got to pivot away from this because uh, it's just insane, but something else insane. Um, so Rambo Last Blood comes out uh, today. today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm getting my tickets sometime this weekend. Mm -hmm. um, it looks awesome. I'm just a huge uh, Rambo fan. But as typical how the media handles things. The Daily Beast, which is a fine, fine friend of the network, they published an unfavorable review of Rambo uh, where they said that it was a Trumpian movie and that it was fiercely anti-Mexican. It actually called him a, quote, anti-Mexican nightmare. So the way they paint Rambo as this guy that is just anti-immigrant, anti-Trump you know, pro -Trump wall, and he just hates the Mexicans. Mm -hmm. That's how they're trying to paint this movie. Because you know that that's not what that movie is, you know Sylvester Stallone is not that guy. He's just guaranteed two tickets for me. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't... The, the, the elites in this country are so screwed up on... They, they actually think we still listen to them. A lot of times I will do things because they say not to. Yeah. 
I mean, it's it's insane. It should be called woke blood. Rambo woke blood. I mean, he needs to really. Open <laughs> I don't his know eyes anything probably. about Rambo at all. I've never seen any of the movies, but no. I did read the Daily Beast article and how they were describing the scenes that are supposedly anti-Mexican because of how they depict Mexican cities. I'm like, have you ever been to a Mexican city? That's exactly what they're like. I, I didn't see anything, at least in their description, anti-immigrant or anti-Mexico about it. And the left has the, the, this woke culture. They have this like view of the world that just does not exist. Yes, it does not. They they yes. like, oh my gosh, he was battling cartels how sad for the cartels mm-hmm. right. are you kidding me it's this weird intersectional oppressed versus oppressor thing that they have going on that's just how they see the world they can't ever see facts as they are they have to look at everything through an intersectional lens and so if you've got if you've got cartels or criminals which are somehow underprivileged and they've been oppressed versus someone who hasn't been oppressed and they're going to be on the side of the cartel in this strange world that's why they I, live in. that's why i'm going to go see Downton Abbey this week <laughs> John Rambo Another thing I've never seen. with the blood of Mexican <laughs> martyrs. Can't wait to see it. Oh my gosh! I mean, it's it's just, it's just so ridiculous. From, from I used to work in Hollywood, so I knew what they were all about, like what they really believed, you know, on the inside when they didn't talk to people versus what they said, you know, to everyone. And it's absolutely insane to me, like the things that they're admitting are problems. It's in all of their movies. They don't say that when they come out, you know, in press conferences and the Oscars, but it's in all their movies. Things like this. I bet you the majority of the people that worked on Rambo are probably the majority of the people that will go on Twitter and say how awful the wall is or we need open borders or whatever. And those will be the ones that are hiring illegal aliens and having them live in the yeah. darkness. Right. Yeah, and, and, and they'll make these movies. It was the same for that other movie. It was that, that, that other movie, uh, Sicario, Sicario, where their entire premise was that terrorists, and they called them Islamic terrorists, were coming across the border uh, unfettered, you know, and they were the one, and it starts off with a terror attack after they come across the border. Mm-hmm. It's what, that's our entire argument. That's what we've been saying. That's why we need to secure the borders. It's not because we're racist. It's an actual security concern. But then they'll come out, you know, and say, they'll, they'll write Daily Beast articles like this, or they'll go out on the Oscars and say something completely different. It's yeah. absolutely insane. Yeah. That's why, that's why Area 51 has so many people going to it this weekend, or at least oh, dozens. Because we <laughs> are signed up. Because we are seeing a point to where there is, uh, it's the Bubba effect. There is zero credibility with the government. There's zero credibility with politicians. There's zero credibility with the press. And so, yeah, I bet they are keeping aliens. Because look at all the other lies. Yeah, I, I bet they are. There is a deep state because of all the people have given up their trust of these institutions. We're entering a very dangerous time. Look at the way Lewandowski and then Al Sharpton treated Congress this yeah. weekend under oath. There's no respect. They don't care. If I testified, I'd be the same way. I don't care. I don't recognize your power. Yeah. That's a dangerous place to be as for a republic. Well, we got to fight back on that nuclear power too. Well, that's, yeah. I was just don't feel bring, right. I was going to bring up Marianne <laughs> Williamson too because I think that's part of why some people like her. Some, there are people that I follow on Instagram that live in LA. They're very new agey that really like Marianne Williamson for one particular reason, and that is her stance against big pharma. And I think that's that kind of speaks to. One thing you were talking about is people's lack of faith in institutions. It's a little bit different, um, but people are 
afraid of these kind of big groups of people in power that we can't see and mm-hmm. we don't feel like have any accountability. So I think that's we're fine with Google. Well, we're fine with Google, a company that you cannot contact. Right. YouTube, you can't contact them. Facebook, how do you contact them? We're fine with those faithful, faceless people. Maybe less and less, though. There, there might be people that, that distrust them as well. Good. I hope mm-hmm. so. Absolutely insane. I mean, that's what the, the thing. But the thing about Marianne, and that's what I was talking about before with Tulsi Gabbard, is they'll say certain things that you'll be like, okay, well, maybe I can agree with that, just because everybody else is so nuts. Mm-hmm. But then that forces us into saying, well, maybe they're the moderate Democrats. Mm-hmm. Maybe right. they are. It's like it's like Joe Biden. You know, you just think that Lunchbox is, you know, old Lunchbox is the moderate candidate. You know, he's been there forever. He's the moderate. I can't. None of Eight them. Eight years are. ago, he was more radical than Barack Obama. He yeah. was the most radical in all of the Senate. His record was the most radical. Now he's the moderate. Yeah, and let me let me also say you got to go on. Got to cut you off, yep. but we'll be right back and finish that. That's an amazing point. <laughs> I, mean, I know it was. I was getting ready to be like, whoa. <laughs> Welcome back to the news and why it matters. It is a very sad, sad day for the Democratic Party, but not only that, for the country. Mm-hmm. Bill De Blasio in memoriam. next enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters available exclusively for podcast listeners and blaze tv subscribers not a subscriber start your free trial at blaze tv.com welcome back to the news and why it matters overtime edition this is like when we kick off the shoes because the boss is not here and we can actually have Uh, some fun so finally gosh finally (laughs) um so of course we got to start with aliens Got to start with aliens. I mean, why not? I mean, Glenn almost ruined it for us. I was like, no! Glenn, talk about this in overtime. Glenn went back to the mothership. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this, is, I don't, this is kind of funny. So this started off with, and this is supposed to be going on today, but it started off with how it was, how, it was, how, how long ago was this? Six uh, months ago? It was about six months ago, yeah. About six months ago. It was actually a prank. So it was just one guy that said, hey, we want to get them aliens. That's an actual direct quote. So what we're going to do is we're going to all, you know, come on, come one, come all, and meet up at Area 51, and we're storming Area 51, and uh, we're going to get them aliens. Mm-hmm. It was obvious a joke uh, from the beginning, but millions of people signed up for this. And some of them, I, I, I understand that some of them were like, uh, I, I think the vast majority of them were like, let's just go have fun. This yeah. was basically like Firefest. That's what I think it is. I think that it speaks to, not to get too deep here and too serious about aliens, but I really think it speaks <laughs> to human beings' propensity towards community, that people really want yeah. to be a part of something that's bigger than themselves, yeah. even if it's a joke about aliens. Like, they just want to, they just want to be in commonality with people, even if it's something as crazy as this. Uh, yeah, I think that's the majority of them. The majority of them, we're just going to, they're, they're having concerts out there. How are you not setting up there and doing a concert, Chad? Uh, we went, we did a show uh, uh, out there. We, we did a show. We did the Alien Run uh, just a couple of months ago after it started coming out. Like, we went to Roswell, New Mexico, and we did a show, and then we went over to Nevada. and So we had a blast. And then I, I bought one of those big foam uh 
aliens. 150 bucks on Amazon. 150 <laughs> bucks. bucks. Spent on it's, that. Yeah, it's a four foot six alien. We call him Ned Sanders. He's Bernie's little brother. <laughs> and uh, but you know, we dress him up in the whole thing. It's great if you want to get in like the HOV lane in traffic because you got a you know your right. fake person. You, oh women should get like if you're traveling alone, get a, get an alien to get right there beside you. I mean, it freaks <laughs> oh, people that's, out. That's a good idea. There. How long until we have aliens' rights? There probably will be a Democratic candidate at some point claiming to represent. Um, I guess the illegal aliens that hey, we really so Penn, have. Penn and Teller have a new show that's on, uh, I want to say, say Netflix, one of the deals. <clears throat> it's called BS. And they basically go out and they go to these conventions, they, whether it's a psychic, somebody's talking to the dead, you know, uh, alien conventions. They go out and they kind of expose the ludicrous nature of a lot of these things. It's pretty telling how many people have truly bought into this thing. And, and, and to be just a little bit off the cuff and uncouth, they actually bought a sex toy and spray painted it silver and took it in there and showed what? it to a lady who said she'd been abducted. And she went into this. Oh, yes, I recognize it. we don't have this kind of technology on our planet. This is a very sophisticated probe that puts something up your nose. And this lady's going into this whole thing and she's dead serious about it. Well, I people are dead serious. They, they, so they already so the, the, the run is supposed to go on today. Like, God help them if they do. Because, yeah. I mean, seriously, like so the Air Force responded. Well, what, what are they doing so, physically? Well, I don't think, so it was pinned as they were actually going to do a mad dash, right? Yeah. Across, and, across and that the was their fence. thing is they can't catch us all. They can't right. kill us all right? if we just overrun it. Which you can imagine. The, the Air Force actually responded to it and said that we will respond with yeah, force. With deadly force. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think... Uh, really? Uh, yeah, oh. I mean, they actually... And they planned on, like, they had contingency plans just in case they were real. But I don't think... I think they're, it's, instead of the millions that were signed up <laughs> for doing real. it... What is it, like ten yeah. or 15,000? Yeah. I think I, And look, you know, I do a lot of stuff with the Air Force. I do it with Folds of Honor and Dan Rooney and those guys. I've been at the, the Air Force Academy here recently. And I've, the Joint Naval Air Force Base over here in Fort Worth, Texas, there's a big contingency of Air Force that's in there, jet fighter jet pilots... Every now and then, those guys, will, you, they'll take you out. And there are demarcation lines painted on the ground that says, if you cross this line, we will use deadly force. Yeah. It's just painted on the ground. Yeah. It's a, and they're serious about it. So there's two, wow. there's, there's two Dutch YouTubers that were arrested. Did you guys see this? Mm-hmm. They were just, I think it was this, was it this morning? I think mm-hmm. it was this morning. But uh, they were in town on vacation, but they heard about the event, went out there. They actually got over the fence and got, I, I believe, three miles into the interior of Area 51, the, the base. That was probably nowhere near anything. You know what I mean? No. But st- I'm, I'm impressed they actually got that far. So I know that wow. people people would sit there and they would go, well, why does the Air Force take this so seriously? What are you hiding? Well, okay, common sense. They have major equipment there. Let's just say there's a F-22 fighter jet out there. They don't want you coming out there taking pictures of, our, of the technology. Right. Right. And, the, and these are weapons of war. And you go out there, you, we, don't, we don't just give away our you know, technological secrets. You can imagine what the people of, I don't know, like in the early 80s or whatever, thought when they saw like the big, you know, like B-1, you know, bomber. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, was it the B, or the B-2, I'm sorry, the B-2 flying over. that. It's It looks like a giant flying bat. It does not look like, especially during that time, it does not. But when you're seeing those things, you're like, oh my gosh, maybe there is something alien yeah. going on. When we, did the, the show, when we did the show in Roswell, uh, one of the guys that came to the show, he said, my ranch is where the UFO landed. It was where it crashed. If you want to come out there, I'll show you the crash site. And I'm like... Uh, yeah. Mm. Let's go. <laughs> did you? Did you? Go no. Ahead. Oh, man. But it was a weather balloon, okay? So it was a, it was a, it was a weather thing that crashed out there. And, you know, and then they, they, you say that and then people are like, no, that's the cover-up. Yeah, right. That's the cover-up. Well, I mean, I tell you what, even still today, like this past week, the Navy came out, or was it the Navy, the Air Force, just came out and said that these, like, unidentified flying objects 
that that pilot released. He wasn't supposed to release them. Do you see this, Allie? No. So he re- there was this pilot, the Air Force pilot, that actually released, or Navy, I don't remember, the, um, the heads-up display of like what appears to be like a UFO. He was like, I don't know what this is. It's crazy. The Air Force acknowledged it and said, yes, this is an unidentified flying object. What? We had, yeah, straight up. They were like, you saw this, right, Chad? He's like, we, have no, we, don't, we do not know what it is. This should not have been released. But yes, we're acknowledging that. And they also came out and said, just because <laughs> it's a UFO, that doesn't necessarily mean alien. alien. It's right, alien right. It's just unidentified right. flying object. What do you think the crossover is, if you had a Venn diagram between flat earthers and the people that are storming Area 51? It's just a circle? What do we have? A what now? Say that again? The flat. A Venn yeah. diagram. Like if you were looking at the. the overlap Yes, yeah, well, the overlap I, I would being. say it's pretty solid 50% there. Because it, really? it's at least. Because these flat earthers are serious about this stuff. Like they'll. Oh, they they'll, are. I will probably get at least one email. It, it'll after come this. after this. Yes. Someone will watch it and they'll be like, you just don't know. You just don't know. <laughs> you just don't know. If you want to really open your mind, I get it on Twitter. I get private messages on Instagram. Oh, yeah. You just really need to open your mind to the truth. Yeah. Speaking of just not knowing, I am. Guys, I am getting. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm. Um, I'm. I'm actually getting terrified over what's going to happen towards Second Amendment uh, gun rights, uh, especially. God help us if you know if we do not if the GOP does not win the next election with the NRA in shambles as it is right now, and just with the drive where everyone's going. Um, Beto O'Rourke says something yeah. crazy pretty much every Wait, But day. you knew that Texans really actually, we want to give up our guns. Like, All three of us, we were the ones that called him and said, you know, I'd be yeah. okay right. giving up my AR-15. Who, who, what Texans are, is he talking to? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. That's alien. I mean, that right there. I mean, you know, come on, dude. It, it, you know, I said, I, I did a hypothetical spoof, you know, uh, just a tweet that was a kind of parodying that thing. And I said, you know, because he was even saying gun store owners. Were wanting to say they were like, yeah, yeah we're, we're happy to not sell ARs anymore. But then there was this mad rush in Texas. Everybody was selling out of their ARs and AKs over this past week. Happens every. And the guy is time. one hell of a gun salesman. Yeah, yeah. Bill O'Rourke is. he is. Now oh, that absolutely. De Blasio is out, he is by far, I think, the most insufferable candidate, and that's saying something. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot. so did you guys hear that Colt? apparently suspended their production of civilian-made uh, AR. But not for, they said not for Second Amendment purposes, right? That's, that's what they say. The whole deal is, you know, it's having some overstock, and they're they're overpriced. And, I mean, if I'm looking for an AR rifle, Colt isn't going to be the model or brand. Nothing against Colt, but that's just not where I'm going to think of going with that. So perhaps you're right. It's not for Second Amendment That's what purposes. they say. So it's it's not at all, actually. Yeah. But you wouldn't know that because of the way that people like Better or Work yeah. and all the other about this, it. Yeah, they were jumping on. Like, see, we told timing. you, it's a military weapon, and Colt finally are the brave ones that are not going to sell it to the public anymore. Well, that was actually not at all why Colt did that. Um, Colt's president CEO, actually, he had made the statement. It's kind of long, but I'm going to read it all just so everyone knows. But he said, quote, there have been numerous articles recently published about Colt's participation in the commercial rifle market. Some of these articles have incorrectly stated or implied that Colt is not committed to the consumer market. We want to assure that Colt is committed to the Second Amendment, high, um, high, high values its customers, and continues to manufacture the world's finest firearms and he goes on the fact of the matter is that over the last few years the market for modern sporting rifles has experienced significant excess manufacturing capability given this level of manufacturing capability we believe there is adequate supply for modern supporting rifles for the foreseeable future so they're concentrating on their military co- uh, contracts they might even be behind on their military contracts for that but they have such a, b- a bloat they have so much excess that's the reason they don't have to make anymore yeah let me ask <laughs> honest, honest questions so when you were deployed, when you were deployed did you carry an ar-15 uh, 
No, it was a. Uh, it was. It's. It's an M4. Okay. So yeah. it's. It, so it's got the burst uh, selector switch on it. I did not have a fully automatic, but but all the M4s have a burst selector. It's also a Colt rifle as well. Mm, gotcha. It, it, that's my thing. Is this rhetoric that continues to come out of Francis O'Rourke's mouth about how these are weapons of war? It, it, it was created for the consumer market, and then the military brought those rifles in for their use as well. Am I correct on that? I yeah. mean, that's it. So just that, that the whole spin zone of the whole thing is ridiculous when you get into this narrative. Yeah. And you just start again, you pull a Marianne Williamson and I'm going to tell the story by my perceived reality, whether there's an ounce of truth to it or not. So I, I, I'm glad I'm, very, I'm glad you bring that point up because and I said this yesterday uh, on the news, um, but I was sitting there. Um, <laughs> but, I, but I was talking about how the the most people hear AR and they think that stands for assault rifle. Assault rifle. And that's total bull. It's Armalite rifle, plan number yeah. 15. It's the 15th model in the Armalite but rifle. They will tell you that you are wrong. Oh, if, yeah. If, if you correct someone on the left about that, I mean, they will laugh at you like you are the most ignorant person in the world, even though they've never even laid their yeah. eyes on a physical gun. Yeah. And, and and that rifle was built just to sell to civilian for civilian use. It was built for civilians. Yeah. It wasn't until later that the army was like, hey, can we uh, can we get in on yeah, that? Can we? that works. So just by Beto's own terminology there, weapons designed for war, then the AR-15 is safe, is perfectly safe. Is there anything safe. that we could say that Beto Work knows, like for sure? Are we for sure that he actually knows anything? I've never heard him say <laughs> something substantive to where I'm like, okay, I don't agree with you, but that makes sense. That's to me why is he why he is the most insufferable. I've never heard him say Again, anything. Again, you're going back. And the point yeah. I was going to make before, when Glenn was still here when we had to go to the break, is I, I want to remind conservatives, because you asked the question, Allie, you know, are conservatives just playing games at this point? Conservatives these days aren't conserving anything, okay? Mm. They, they've, they've run roughshod. And if you look at someone like Trump, all right, Donald Trump is not some far-right politician. He is, if anything, left of center. He's a very moderate person, very pro-America. He's, he's, you know, all these things. The left, again, has gone so far yeah. to the left in order to make him look far right that you're exactly right. You don't have to say anything substantive anymore. Mm -hmm. You don't have to use facts. And, and I mean, they keep saying, even Marianne said it herself, you know, well, don't worry about the facts. You know, Biden has alluded to this. Mm -hmm. Beto AOC. has alluded to this. Yeah. And so, you know, I, this whole thing, folks have got to wake up. I still blame Ronald Reagan for this whole fiasco because he, 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 Followed up after Jimmy Carter's plan and emptied the asylums. And there's crazy people yeah. out there. Well, and they're appropriating that. and they're having babies with more crazy people. <laughs> and they're voting Democrat. Yeah. It's problematic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I told, I said at the beginning of the show that we were stacked with talent today. That's straight up the case. If you guys have liked what you've uh, seen and heard here today, please, I'm going to try and fig not get wrong where you can find your stuff. The Chad mm -hmm. Prather Show. Tell them really quick where you can Chad find Chad Prather Show. You can find everything I'm doing at watchchad.com. But yeah, the Chad Prather Show. We're having a good time. This girl right here is killing it with her podcast. Allie Beth Stuckey. Relatable. How yes. can they find you? Relatable. You can find it anywhere you listen to your podcast. If you go to blazetv.com slash Allie, then you can find all the places you can listen. Also, Allie Beth Stuckey YouTube channel. You can watch the episodes there. Um, before we take off, uh, I just want to hit up this poll here. And this kind of actually surprises me to uh, close this out. Uh, the poll was, should Trudeau resign for appearing in blackface on three separate occasions? 50-50 split, yes, no. I said yesterday that this is kind of ridiculous because if we can you know, say you shouldn't be dragging things up from people's past and you have to look at things in context, it doesn't mean we all know Justin Trudeau's not racist. Right. We know that. He's not racist. Right. Look at the context. 
that's what I thought would be the majority of the people out there. But no, it seems like more people are. He's not Native American. He's not Indian. He's not Jewish. He's not. But he dresses like all of these things. I mean, the, at this point, Justin Trudeau is just a drag queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't well, wasn't he like a drama teacher or something like that yeah. when he was doing? Yeah, these? I think kind of so. Odd. Yeah, it's, 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 so he the, loves his costumes. I say, come on, especially <laughs> if, if he's dressing his entire family up in traditional Indian garb. Yeah. Uh, and how ridiculous that looked. And now it surprises you that these things are coming. And I personally out. don't think he should resign because of that. I, you know, I defended him on Twitter. I said, you know, hey, so tens of thousands of people have done that back before everybody was offended by everything. Now let's laugh at each other again. It's okay. Yeah. However, however, he is on the left, and this is the standard that he would set for someone else. True. I think I don't think he's a racist, but I do think he would say if it were someone else, especially on the right, he would say immediately resign. I have no tolerance for that. This is the world that the left has created, and the standards that they have set so should someone on the left have to meet their own standards maybe so it isn't funny how they switch that around it wasn't blackface it was brown face yeah face yeah. darkening face even darkening. in some yeah. how ridiculous is that and the media i don't know if you saw that he actually called out the media the media kind of gave him a break and said so you had some like dark makeup on your face he was like thanks for calling it makeup but it was actually blackface <laughs> but of course the media is soft <laughs> on him and is willing to just say oh yeah just some dark makeup on you some of these polls, I don't, I don't know. Do we have another poll, actually, for the next one coming up? Question uh, Question on my card. That I am not seeing. You know, the beautiful, the beautiful thing about that whole deal is, you're exactly right on that, is you would, you know, he'd, they would crucify anyone. anyone. Right, who's yeah. in that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, yes, next, next poll. Okay, so the next poll is, which, who is the next Democrat that's going to be out? Is it going to be Beto, Booker, Klobuchar, or Williamson? What do you guys think? Uh, Williamson or Klobuchar? I, I, Williamson. I, I think so as well. I think everybody else actually has maybe something to gain by staying in. Yeah. I don't know really what Klobuchar and Williamson have with, with still staying in. I really, most of the candidates I think that have dropped out, it, they did what they wanted to do. I remember uh, John McAfee had an interview with Glenn, and he was like, well, most of us know we have no shot at all to win this thing, but it's all about exposure for something. Mm -hmm. You know, for McAfee, it was for you know, crypto. That's really what he wanted to yeah. push. I don't know what you know people like De Blasio. What about Yang though? Yeah, I don't know. I that's a good question. He, he's all about certain policy things that aren't too like the universal. Really basic just one. That's the really MBI. one, the only one. That I, but he is, I think, enjoying the celebrity. He's got the Yang gang. Yeah. He's got a lot of followers on Twitter, more than someone like Eric Swalwell ever had. So I think he does probably like the exposure of it. Klobuchar, I don't know. She's probably started to realize she doesn't. I mean. She She's told that shot. one joke about Trump and his hair in the wind. <laughs> Have you heard this one? You know, no. so many times. I actually haven't heard it. Verbatim. She talks about when, yeah, Trump made fun of me uh, about climate change when I made my announcement to run for president in the snow. Well, oh. Mr. President, the facts are on my side. I would like to see how your hair stands up in a storm like that. She's told that <laughs> with every same inflection a thousand Maybe times. Maybe she could let Trump borrow the comb that she used yeah. to eat her salad that one time. Uh, Pat Gray had that. Uh, they had that on. Uh, Pat Gray unleashed this earlier this week, and it's it's a pretty funny clip. Uh, it's going to be an insane race going forward, regardless yeah. of whoever. Twenty twenty is going to be insane. It's going to get dirty. I, I'm personally looking for a. I'm, I'm I, nervous. I, I want Biden and Trump. I, w I really want to see those. Those debates are going to be like pay per view. Oh, I think Straight that's easy up. though. That's so easy. When I watch him in a debate, he kind of starts out. He tries to be spicy. He really tries to get in there, but. 
I mean, he just loses it after, you know, an hour or so. And that's just not Trump's problem. He has other problems. His problem is not a lack of energy, I don't mm, think. But no. Biden really struggles with that. I think it'll be easy, honestly. Aren't you Aren't you thankful that Donald Trump doesn't drink alcohol? <laughs> really? Oh, my Imagine gosh. A Times drunk. a million. Can yes. you drink? Uh, yeah, Those 5 a.m. tweets. tweets. Yeah, oh, but you God. know, these days, you know, the, um, his Joe's handlers at this point are saying, well, we don't want to schedule anything late in the day. Because that's when he's really kind of starts to droop, yeah. you know, and, and really the, most of his gaffes happen in the evening after he's tired. And, right. Well, like, he has dinner it? probably four thirty. Or yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Like he's got the bluebird that. special at Luby's. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, why, why subject yourself to this? Yeah. I mean, come on. You, you, I, that's what I wonder. It almost makes me, almost makes me feel yeah. badly for him. That, yeah. Why are you doing this? I feel like you don't really want it. Man's teeth yeah. fell out. And that's. You think that was? Do you think that was dentures? Oh yeah. I oh, thought yeah. it was just like a mint. I thought it was a mint that he no, was, it was his around teeth. in his mouth. It was his teeth. <laughs> no, I've seen that happen teeth. a time or two. It was his teeth. That's a good catch. Oh, actually, I saw a guy sad. singing. There was a guy who was singing in church one one Sunday morning. I was there, and his teeth came out while he was singing, and he <laughs> caught him here, popped him right back in, and just, <laughs> just never missed going. Just never missed That's a note. That's what you got to do. The preacher got up and said, well, I've heard people sing their hearts out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Ali, Chad, thanks a lot for being on the show Thank today. Monday, you don't have to put up with this face because Sarah Gonzalez will be back. Uh, thank goodness. Um, thanks for tuning in. See you on Monday. Sarah. Sarah. That's fun, guys. Yeah, thank you. Good job hosting. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.